Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr., How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas? If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out Everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Wednesday. Gang's here, ready to go, all fired up. You can be part of the program in a variety of ways. You can email, tweet, dial us up, all the above. Operator Tyler standing by, 877-3DP-SHOW. Stat of the day is always brought to you by the great folks at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock, our streaming partner, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, and now close to 390 cities around America carrying this program. Knicks beat the Heat. We're tied at a game apiece, and the Lakers surprise the Warriors and take game one in that series. Tonight, it'll be the 76ers at the Celtics. That's game two. Judging from the DraftKings odds with the 76ers getting 10 against the Celtics, I'm guessing that Joel Embiid, the freshly minted MVP, will not be playing in that game. But he got the uh, MVP last night in a nice little ceremony with his team. Uh, LeBron James, for the first time in his career, did not get an MVP vote. Steph Curry finished 12th. (laughs) Okay. But it's based off the regular season. Golden State underachieved during the regular season. The Lakers did as well. Surprised that they didn't get, that LeBron didn't get a vote. 
But uh, Joker finished second in the MVP race. And I'm sure as he motors on with a 2-0 lead on the Suns, he's fine with that as a nice consolation prize for the time being. This program this hour brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. They do something incredible. They double all the cash back you've earned after your first year. So uh, cash back from trips and restaurants, all doubled. See terms, check out, out for yourself, discover.com slash match. Seton, the poll question today is going to be what for hour one? Well, we might as well start with the big story okay. of the day. Jordan Poole's shot was a good decision or a bad decision? All right, they're down three. The Lakers did what I keep telling teams to do. Take the ball out of the best player's hands. Do not let Steph Curry beat you. They double teamed him, and then they whipped it around. Jordan Poole, who had a pretty good shooting performance last night, then was wide open from 30 feet away with 10 seconds to go. It felt like he could have been wide open from 25 feet away. One dribble, but we're going to criticize the result here. Now, He's not a bad shooter, close to 30% from 30 feet out. Uh, do I want him taking the shot? If it's wide open, I'm fine with it. Steph was not going to get the shot. Clay was not getting an open look there. They let Jordan Poole have that shot, double-teaming Steph Curry. Uh, I would have liked to have had him step in a little bit. But... Maybe he gets fouled. He doesn't get the, the three-point attempt. Uh, you know, Dennis Schroeder was double-teaming Steph, got over there late. Maybe he gets fouled. But do I want him taking a wide-open jumper from 30 feet away? You know, the wide-open part is the interesting description there. It wasn't contested. Here's Steve Kerr talking about Jordan Poole taking that shot. I thought Jordan did a really good job. Um, I had the timeouts left, but I saw them double-teaming Steph at half court, so I knew somebody was going to be wide open if we could just get the ball uh, out. And Steph did a great job. He got the ball out of the trap, and um, Jordan was wide open and pretty good look. You know, that's that's a shot he can hit, so really, you know, happy with that possession. And, uh, again, this, you know, Jordan had hit six threes already, so it's a great shot for us. I don't know if it's a great shot. And yes, he had hit six threes last night. Steph and Clay did not have good nights at all. And Steve Kerr, of course, is going to back his guy. Now, if he would have said, I don't know what he was doing from 30 feet away, or we should have gotten the ball to Clay or Steph, of course he's going to say that was a good shot. He was happy with Jordan Poole's shot. Um, it felt like, you know, the Lakers had a philosophy there with the clock ticking down. Steph double-teaming as soon as you can, and they did a great job at that. Now, if Jordan Poole hits that shot, I'd still sh say I didn't like the shot. You know, I'll go back to, uh, who was it, uh, uh, Damon, um, uh, Dame Lillard. He took the shot, hit the shot, beat the Clippers. Paul George said it was a bad shot, and people went, oh, sour grapes on your part. No, it was a bad shot. It was a great result. But if I look at the decision and the results, that's different. It was a bad shot, off balance, fading away, but he made it, which give credit to Dame Lillard. But that shot last night from 30 feet away when it felt like, see, I didn't know why he was setting up. A lot of times when you're waiting for a shot, you have your foot set, your left foot would be set, and you're ready to get the ball to shoot. Well, if nobody's on you, why are you 30 feet out 
and not 25 feet out. And, and you can say, well, what's the difference there? Well, it, was a, it wasn't even close. I mean, the shot wasn't close to going in. And I know that he's out there to try to help Steph Curry, and maybe Steph couldn't make the pass over to him if he's five feet in. I, I just think with 10 seconds to go, you could have done better at getting a better shot. Jordan Poole had a good night last night. Uh, I would have said, I don't like the shot, but if he made it, you know, the end result, they end up tying that game. But the Lakers did what I implore teams to do. Don't let the best guy on the floor beat you. So I applaud them for doing that. And Anthony Davis played well last night. But this is where you go, yes, yes, this is what he can do. It's not like you go, hey, wow, what a rare performance by AD. It's, yes, he should be doing this. 30 and 23. You know, when your name gets mentioned with Shaq and Kareem as far as a you know, playoff performance, that's pretty good. So they put up 30 and 23. LeBron didn't play well. And, and I don't know why he keeps shooting these threes. He was one of eight from three-point range. He's not a good three-point shooter. At some point, you're 9 for 24 from the floor. You're hurting your team. And they let him. He's better than that as far as getting a better shot. It's almost like he wanted to say, oh, you guys shoot three, so do we. They shoot it a lot better than you do, LeBron. But one of eight from three-point range. At some point, you have to say, you know, not my night. Let me get to the hoop. But AD played really well. Um and he basically was the one guy, him and Jordan Poole. You know, Looney had 23 rebounds there. They just don't have an answer for AD. And I'll go back to what Reggie Miller said on Monday. They, they don't have anybody who can guard Anthony Davis. Looney can't guard him. Draymond can't guard him. In fact, Draymond was talking about AD after the game. I think when you're guarding a player like AD, you know, it's never going to be one guy that just shuts him down. It's a team effort. As far as the matchup goes... You know, you got to take that head on. And, you know, I don't think we did a great job of that tonight. Like I said, that starts with me. No, they didn't. Didn't at all. Uh, and Looney is great at rebounding. But as far as shutting down, they don't have anybody over 6'9 on that roster. It's small ball. And if small ball works, it wins championships. But when it doesn't, they're vulnerable. And you saw that last night. AD took advantage of them inside. Here is uh, Darvin Ham, the Lakers head coach. In these last two games, is this as well as you've seen AD play ever? I mean, he had some monster performances that year. They they were uh, he was with New Orleans, but you know all of that's in the past. I, I think he's doing exactly what I anticipated him to do. He's playing like the top five NBA player that he is. The fifth player in Lakers history to post a 30-20 playoff game. Shaq did it nine times. Kareem twice. Wilt did it twice. Elgin Baylor did it. 11 times. Also throw in five assists and floor bl uh, four blocks. I mean, that's as impressive as we've had in the last 40 years. I mentioned in the last 40 years, here's the reason why. The last time you had somebody who had 30, 20, five assists, four blocks in a playoff game, it's happened once. You guys want to guess? In the last 40 years, this player had at least 30, 
20 rebounds, at least five assists, and four blocks in a playoff game. The last 40 years. His name was mentioned on the show, I believe, yesterday. Marvin? Will Chamberlain? No. Paul? Hakeem Olajuwon. No. Fritzy? Carl Malone. No. Seton? Carl Malone at the loan? Say Shaq? Tim Duncan. Oh! <laughs> yeah, Tim Duncan. Quietly. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course, quietly. The Knicks with the win last night. Mid-range that, bank shot. That's one of those where you're watching and you're going, guys, you're trailing the heat without Jimmy Butler at home. You're down six? What's going on? I mean, you got Turtle from Entourage there. Come on! Aaron Rodgers is there. John Starks, Dave Chappelle. What's going on? Come on. Get up. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they went on a run. And, uh, you know, Brunson played well, Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett. But, I mean, you got to polish off the heat here. If you don't win that game, you don't come back from Miami, it feels like, when you go down there when the uh, series shifts. Yes, yes, Mark. We forgot about Josh Hart. He's probably my I love favorite. Josh Hart. He's my favorite player on the Knicks. Love Josh Hart. If I would have said Josh Hart and Brunson, you know, that's that's going to be the backcourt. Why don't you come in? Uh, why don't you come and get some of this smoke in the Big East? Maybe. Yeah. Yes. At Villanova, you'd go. Okay. All right. They're going to be tough to beat in the NBA. I I never saw this with Brunson. It always felt like he was going to be one of those. Hey, you know, that's a heady point guard leader type. And then he's he's a good scorer, not afraid. Yeah, see. Was it last year that Emmanuel quickly had that run where he yeah. went off a little bit? Yeah. I keep waiting for him to do that again. Yeah. And see, we're like, oh, yeah, this dude, let's go. But they should be winning. I mean, you know, this shouldn't have been close last night. It's at the Garden. Come on. You got a bunch of 24-year-olds waiting to take off their shirt and celebrate in New York <laughs> after a big win like that. Let's go. Yeah. We beat the Heat without Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. If you watch at the end of the game, there's like 12 seconds left. Jimmy Butler is talking to the Heat fans. He's going, bye-bye. Like, I'll see you soon. I'll be back soon. Here's one thing. You know, R.J. Barrett's kind of in that same thing. R.J. Barrett was in the shadow of Zion. He was totally in Zion's shadow in college, and now he's a Nick, and he averages nice points, nice rebounds, all that kind of stuff. One other thing I noticed, Carmelo Anthony's sitting on the sidelines there. You know, he's you know in the stands. He's yelling and screaming. This guy is 11 months removed from averaging 14 points a game in the NBA. And he can't get on a roster. Couldn't get on a roster this year. Yeah. I mean, that's not that long ago he's averaging 14. Yeah. Which for him is like Well, it's basically, hey, Melo, just kind of stand there. We'll eventually get the ball to you. He can still be a great spot-up shooter, but I don't know if he can do anything else. But a great atmosphere last night, and you're having a hard time polishing off the Miami Heat. That's where you get these guys who get like six shots in a game, and then all of a sudden Butler's not in there, and you're getting 16 shots. You're like, yeah, all right. And it can work for one game. But, you know, Miami staying with the Knicks is not like the 76ers beating the Celtics because the 76ers have a lot more talent, it feels like, than the Miami Heat do. But give credit to the Heat. They uh, kept it close, and now they head back to uh, Miami. But uh, tonight, it's the 76ers getting 10 against the Celtics. You guys want to guess? The over-under for James Harden, since he had 45 in Game 1's win. What's the over-under, according to DraftKings? Marvin? 29 and a half. Seton? 28 and a half. Fritzy? 
31 and a half. Paulie. 33. 23 and a half. Yes, mm-hmm. Embiid's coming back. I don't think so. If you're a 10-point underdog. That's low, 23 and a half. Wow. Jason Tatum over under tonight after he put up, what, 39? Marv? 25 and a half. Seton? 22 and a half. Todd? 27 and a half. Paul? 29. 29 and a half. Oh, yeah. We'll give it to you. We'll give yeah. it to you. Yeah. By the way, the team that's still favored to win the NBA championship this year. 17 and a half. No. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. 11. No. 11. No, 11. That's one of my favorite answers you ever gave. When you weren't really listening, and then you just threw out the number 11. Who do you think that would be? 11. (laughs) The Celtics are the favorites. They're the big favorites. Then it's the Nuggets, the Lakers, 76ers, Warriors, Suns, Knicks, and then the Miami Heat. But uh, Boston's still the uh, overwhelming favorite, followed by the Nuggets and the Lakers. We'll take a break. Phone calls are always welcome. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, we'll get to the phone calls. Got our play of the day. Got another stat of the day for you. And our poll question right after this. Oh, it's Traeger Grills. You know what I did? I said to uh, the big German, and I also said to Tyler, I said, look, why don't we... Uh, why don't we do something for the kids on Wednesday? Why don't we go get some brats and burgers? Whoa! Yeah. What? Yep. What? Yep. Yep. Not joking around today. It Holy just felt smoke. like, you know, that uh, hump day. We needed a little help to get over the hump. And I said, let's go out and get some uh, burgers and uh, some brats. Actually, I just wanted to see the Ironwood Grill in use again with the uh, Traeger Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. And it's three separate cooking zones, which means you can cook a variety of foods at different temperatures at the same time. And this is the first gas-powered grill in the Traeger lineup. The food tastes great. Traeger Flat Rock. Make sure you check it out. You can go to Traeger.com. It's spelled T-R-A-E-G-E-R. Traeger.com. And you can check out the new Flat Rock today. Make sure you use the promo code DPSHOW at checkout for free shipping. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Bali Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo! Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all the sports talk, the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. If you're hearing this promo right now, it means you're listening to some other show. Uh, well, why the hell are you doing that? Yeah, get your priorities straight. Well, maybe, Tony, they listened to this week's episode already. I don't care. Listen to it again. Yeah, great point that, Tony. Anyway, you. so you listening out there, make sure and go do that and uh, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury 
with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Lakers have won four straight against the Warriors, regular season and postseason. Longest streak against Golden State since winning six in a row back in 2012. By the way, the Warriors put up 106 field goal attempts. That matches the most shots in a non-overtime playoff game since 1987. That's when the Warriors put up 112 against the Lakers. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Poll question we're going with for the first hour, Seton, is going to be... Well, we're going to put up the one about Jordan Poole's shot. Okay. Uh, if it was a good decision or a bad decision. Okay. We could. We have another one, though, that maybe we'll save for hour two. Just if you're going to bet on Anthony Davis, Davis's performance in game two, Ooh. do you take the over or the under? I wonder if DraftKings would have that. I, I think everybody would take the under with Anthony Davis. How often does he have back-to-back great games? <laughs> it's weird when I watch. I, I almost find myself holding my breath that he's going to stay healthy. And here he is, the biggest guy on the floor, but it just feels like there's an accident waiting to happen with him. And it could be something, you know, minor, but you're just watching and you're going, gosh, he can eat up the Warriors. He can do whatever he wants to do. All they have to do is get him the ball in the right spot, and they have no answer for him. And Reggie Miller brought this up on Monday, so they have no answer for him inside. I mean, Draymond's a wonderful defensive player. Uh, sometimes he's better with that help defense than maybe just guarding somebody right now, and Looney can't guard him. They should. He should be averaging 30 a game in this series. He should. Yeah, Paul. Anthony Davis in the first round, here's how his series went, starting with game one. 22 points then 13 points, 31 points, then 12, 31, then 16. That is like standard procedure from him. He yeah. follows up a great game with a nice game. Not a, And, it, and it, sometimes it alters. Like they lose, he has 31 and 20. But yeah. like, like last night, if I saw that he had 30 whatever and 23, yeah. I said, oh, they probably lost that game. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's breaking news or not, but the mothership is labeling it breaking news that uh, Randall Cobb is uh, is going to the Jets. <laughs> Jordy Nelson next? I, maybe. Uh, Randall Cobb. Aaron Rod. Okay. If Randall Cobb went to the Giants, would this be breaking news according to ESPN? If he was going to play with Danny Dimes, would they go, oh, breaking news, Randall Cobb. It's breaking news because we get another reason to talk about Aaron Rodgers. By the way, I mentioned all the celebrities last night at Madison Square Garden. I left out the MVP. Jessica Alba was there. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, a round of applause for Jessica Alba. White hot. <laughs> what a run. When, when she came into the studio when I worked at ESPN, and it's one of those where sometimes when you see somebody in person, they don't look the same as they do when you see them on TV or in movies. And then I saw her, and it's one of those where you go, she is more beautiful in person than she is on the screen. Yeah, Paul. You know how they have those solar eclipses, and they say if you look at the sun, <laughs> you'll burn your retinas? That's what it's like when you see her in person. Like, What's going I can't look yeah. at that. And then Michael Chiklis oh, was with her. The shield. Yes. And then he was being the protector. He was being the shield. He was blocking. Yes, he was. He was, he was blocking pretty good. And she, I, she's 42 years old. And I just said to him, like, e you know, easy here. Like, he, no matter what I was asking, it felt like, you know, he, he was going to protect her. And I finally was like, you're okay. It's all right. Stand down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, easy there. What, what was he, the commish? Yeah. Yeah. And then the shield, Vic Mackey. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. But I just remember when she came in, taller than I thought and more striking. Than Michael Chiklis? Yes, he was hot. <laughs> yes, Paul. Is she the one seed for women oh, over 40? Oh, oh, I don't know. I'd say Jacqueline Smith, oh. who was in Charlie's Angels, who's in her 70s. How old is Charlize these days? Charlize Theron? Uh, she still looks great. Yeah. Yeah. I've got her at 47. Charlize Theron is 47? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spectacular. I was always a big Michelle Pfeiffer guy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Respect her work. Yeah. Her body of work. Sure do. <laughs> Top 10? Legacy? <laughs> 65. She's 65? Yeah. Dang. Spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Marv. I'm going to go Jennifer Lopez. Seeing her in person, yeah. that oh, was oh, one oh. of those, oh, my damn. Strong. Okay. All I mean, right. she was with A-Rod, but whatever. Okay. Who was better looking? Come on. <laughs> Closer than you think. It was J-Lo, though. J-Lo's 53. Damn. Yeah. That's pretty good. Wire to wire. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Uh, so what, we, what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I, no, no. I mentioned Jessica Alba oh. was there last night. Yeah. And Turtle from Entourage. Does Aaron Rodgers bring Randall Cobb? Oh, that's five. right. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's how I started. Randall Cobb. Breaking news. So if Danny Dimes gets Randall Cobb, this isn't breaking news. It's breaking news. Because, give me Randall Cobb's numbers from last year. I always have those ready. He had 36 catches last year. He started like three games. Okay. 50 targets. All right. I mean, if you look at him as the fifth wide receiver on a team, okay. he probably is not going to make much. I don't know how many targets he's going to get, but uh, it feels like Game five, back at the Garden, Aaron Rodgers will be there with Randall Cobb. He was there with Sauce Gardner. Randall Cobb is going to be with him. He's on scholarship. Yes, Seton. 
So Tom just tweeted at us. Tom did. How does Aaron complain that no one wants to build a new fleet of receivers for him and then go to a new team and drag the old team with him? Mm. Mm. I see what he's saying. Yeah, I see what he's saying, yeah. too. Why is Randall Cobb so important to his success? I think he's just his buddy. I think he's just a friend. Yeah, but like... It's almost like the pitcher who has his own personal catcher, who's not a star, but that's my catcher. Yes, yeah, Paul. LeBron's got buddies, and they handle his finances and his marketing. They don't play point guard for him. <laughs> I'm not playing unless my best friend's on my team. <laughs> yes, Mark. Like, what? I was going to ask poll question for maybe hour three. Better friend, Aaron Rodgers or LeBron James? Tristan Thompson oh. plays for the Lakers. I know. Man. Well, he's on the roster. <laughs> I know. He's on the roster. I know. Look, James Jones followed James LeBron. James Jones yeah. did follow LeBron. So, hey, say whatever you want about LeBron. That guy's a friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Better friend, LeBron James Aaron. I mean, Rich, Rich that's Paul. going up right now. Rich Paul's with Adele. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a wingman. Yeah. That's a setup man. LeBron is one of the best assists yeah. of all time. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Adele? Hey, my boy wanna holler at you real quick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But that's always it goes through agents where you'll say, Oh, man, I'd love to meet her. And let me call the agent at CAA and then uh, I'll see if I can uh, set you up with a lunch or something. Because I don't think those people just get together randomly. Like, they're not at you know, some coffee shop and run into each other. Or they're not going out to a bar. Hey, I'm going to Dave and Buster's. Do you think you know, Jessica Alba will be there? I'd like to meet her. It's, it's always set up through agents. And then it's like, hey, hi, how are you? How are you? Good, good. Let's go out. Okay. Yeah, see. Dave and Buster's. I know. My son thinks Dave and Buster's is like... <laughs> the the greatest place on earth. Yeah. So as go- soon as you drive by one, he's like, Dad, Dad. <laughs> like, dude, no, you're like you're on your way to school, Dad. Let's go in. Was there one of those places when you were growing up that you thought, God, one day I get to go there? Oh, Razzmatazz. <laughs> what was Razzmatazz? It was basically like a Dave and Buster's, but okay. But back in the day, Razzmatazz. I had my birthday party there one year. Yeah, uh, I played the video game Bad Dudes over and over <laughs> and over again. It was great. Todd, did you have a place that you wanted to go? There was an amusement park called Nellie Bly, not far from Coney Island, where once you go to the age and it's got all the rides and the ski ball and the food and everything. And I just I couldn't wait for, to finally be able to get in there and try to squirt the water in the clown's mouth and win a bear or whatever. <laughs> Paul, I, this is different because it's food related. I remember going to a place called Fuddruckers when it was, oh yeah, world's oh, yeah. most famous hamburgers yeah, became, and more. It became a chain, but I went there on vacation once. I remember being in the line and they handed us this huge, gigantic half pound burger, and you got to put everything on it yourself. Like, man, we've really made it. My dad made it. We're going to a big time place. What yeah. about you, Marv? Ronald Rollers, a roller skating rink, about twenty minutes from me. Heck yeah! Friday night skate. Yep. Yeah. Oh come on. Ladies Let's choice. Yes, right. Shuffle, ladies shuffle only. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> Let's go. The car- shuffle. Dude, you get to do the overnight, bro. Let's go. It was the all night on yeah. Friday night. All skate. Mom, yeah. please, I swear. There was this uh, medieval place that had a like uh, nights, and then you'd have a dinner there. Yeah. And uh, you had to eat with your hands and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and and I remember that it was such a big deal that we were going to go there, and you. I don't even remember anything other than there were a bunch of guys in armor on horses, 
and you know they were jousting while you're eating eating chicken fingers. Medieval or times, yes, <laughs> by us in New Jersey, there was one called Medieval Times, and it was the coolest. Like you'd have class trips there or something. Eat right the off best. the bone with two hands. Yeah. Yeah. We had one called Sterling Forest in New York, which sounds very similar to what you're. Yeah, yeah. I just remember that was a big deal. It's like, man, my dad is rich. He wasn't. He didn't have any money. But if you got to go there, oh, he took you there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's big time. Oh, yeah, we went out if, with six kids. We all got to go out one night. So we went out to dinner six times each year because we had birthdays. And then that was the one. So it might be McDonald's. It could be Burger King. It could be Ponderosa. But you got to go out to dinner and you got to order first. Like that was a big deal for us. And then looking back and you're like, damn, we let them off easy. You know, I want to go to McDonald's. Okay, it's a special night. You know, the, the tab was like $14 or something. Right. <laughs> yes, Todd. But after all the lunches you had experience with one piece of bologna and oh, no, no snack, maybe you got an apple in there that you were ready to party. Yeah, I know. My mom, God rest her soul, she would always say, oh, would you stop bringing up the story about the bologna on your show? <laughs> yeah. And I go, mom, am I lying? She goes, no, but don't, you don't need to bring that up. There are people who had a lot worse than you. I said, not when it came to lunch. I had bologna that I could see through. If I held it up to the light, I swear to you, I could see you through the bologna. It was so thin. And we got American cheese, we got an apple, and we got a fruit cup. And I just remember looking at everybody else's lunches and saying, their mom and dad love them more than mine do. Yeah. <laughs> Cupcakes, peanut butter, and jelly. I, I, I never, ever once had somebody say, hey, you want to swap? You know, how about we swap sandwiches or something? Swap lunch? Never. But I would just look. They'd have pudding. And I'd have a You're fruit a f- cup. Fluff? What? Yeah, fluffer. <laughs> fluffer nut. No, yeah, oh, my God. What? And if somebody had tater tots. Dude. And I'd be like, you got to be kidding. I'll do your homework for a week. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're going to get up to go get a napkin? Okay, I'll watch your food. <laughs> I grab some. Hey, don't have any of my tater tots. I won't. And then my friend, Greg, would count the tater tots. <laughs> He'd come back. And I'd go, I'll be damned. You know? I left with eight. All right, there's eight. Yeah, Marv. You didn't have any school lunch, like Shepherd's Pie on Wednesdays or anything like no, that? No, we did, but my, my mom didn't give us money. We didn't have money for a hot lunch. No free lunch? No. Huh. Where did you grow up? You got a free lunch? Yeah, if they were like, oh, you guys are real poor. There's <laughs> <Yeah>. free lunch. <laughs> I just didn't realize okay. it. I was like, oh, we get free lunch? All right, good for you. I should have had one of those. Well, that's what I was asking because yeah. you guys were talking about, you know, bologna sandwiches, mayonnaise sandwiches, and sugar no, water. No, just my, my dad, you know, we weren't rich. We, we didn't have any money. Everybody else probably did. <laughs> I just remember, you know, those lunches. You're like, what do you got? Oh, my God. And that pizza looked like the best pizza ever made. And it was cardboard. And that plastic yes. sheet just peeling yeah. off, glistening with grease. Yeah. Like, God, I'd give anything for chocolate milk. Little things. But I let it go. You know, I've let it go. <laughs> yes, Paul. I, I remember we thought we made it when I was like nine. My dad came home and goes, we got a week off. We're going to Disneyland. I mean, that was from the south side of Chicago. Going to Disneyland was like foreign territory. But we drove because we couldn't afford to fly. So driving from Chicago to Orlando, you have a week off. It took like three, <laughs> a week to get there. It took like three days yes. to get there. I remember being in Missouri and Arkansas for some reason. 
And then we got to Disney and it was cold because, of course, we went in like, you know, April. And, uh, and we were there for like two days and we started driving back and we thought it was the greatest <laughs> thing of all time. We loaded up the station wagon, all six kids, and drove all night from Phoenix to get to Anaheim. And we stayed at a hotel that was close to Disneyland, but we didn't go into Disneyland. <laughs> hey, the kids, there's we, Disney over we, there. What a tease. Yes, yes. But but we did go to, we did drive by Disneyland. Oh, we, we did. Oh, well, going to Florida's not good enough for you then. Okay. Yeah. So right? we, we drove, we lived in Phoenix and we drove overnight. Kids, if we went 20 miles to the right, there's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Trust me. Staying at Rancho Disney, that's not good. I just Rancho remember Disney. going up to the gates and it wasn't open yet, and we were looking in, and, and it was... Dude, this is a sad story. It dude. is. This it, is a sad story. It is a really sad story, and I just remember we were looking in to Disneyland, and we thought, God, this is unbelievable. We didn't even get in, but it's okay. That might be the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Who goes to... Well, they took you to Florida and stayed close to Disneyland, so you, or Disney World. No, no, World. we went to California. Oh, so California, sorry. Uh, so you could look we at it. We stayed close to Disneyland. I still get, I always get Disneyland and Disney World mixed up. Well, what's sadder? My daughter having four birthday parties canceled between four and seven years of age or that we went to Disneyland and we didn't go into Disneyland? Okay, well, is it sad or cruel? I'm not oh, sure okay. which. <laughs> one, one, one was sad, one was cruel. It, it's like, or you think you're going out to a steak dinner? No, we're going to go to the supermarket and look at some steaks. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take them. No, let's go to a steakhouse. We're going to watch people eat steak. Okay? What are we getting? Let's take a break. Let me, let me close the scratch. That started with Randall Cobb. Hey, great Randall, topic. Randall Cobb. We got Jessica Alba in there. Sports Emmy. Isn't there somebody who keeps track of all the things we mention on this show? It's like these are the people or things that were mentioned on today's show, and it's so random there. Yeah, Paul. Well, there's a writer's strike, so today's show might be all over the place. We're oh, really that's ready. right. We normally go as scripted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. Play of the day. Up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Oh, my God! The play. The play is play. Of the day. Check this out. Brunson walks six up the floor. Half court right. Fans rise at the garden. Brunson pull up for three. Knocks it down. Brunson will break the tank action with the arms. Timeout Miami. Jalen Brunson hit the clutch three-pointer. The Knicks beat the Heat, even their series at a game apiece. That's courtesy of the Knicks Radio Network. Play of the day brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. For instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more, start or continue your collection now, PaniniAmerica.net. Ty in Syracuse joins us on the program. Hi, Ty. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, hey, Danettes. Uh, thanks for taking my call um, and fitting me in with all the guests that Fritzy booked today. Um, the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class was announced this morning. I know you're really fighting for Foreigner. Yeah. But can we get Paul Rogers in there? I mean, this is just an injustice at this point, DP. I agree. Paul Rogers is one of the great rock and roll singers of all time. Bad company. Um, he's been in a few bands, but Paul Rogers is a... I'm surprised he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But uh, wonderful singer. Great lead singer. Uh, J.D. in Tulsa. Hi, J.D. What's on your mind today? Uh, hi, Dan. I, I really just, I've got a story about a, I've got a story about a poor vacation that I had. Okay. Uh, and then I, I wanted to ask you first, though, why, why did your family take you so close to Disneyland and then just drive you by to look in the gate. I mean, did you do anything else there besides that? We stayed at a motel and they had a swimming pool and that was a big deal. (laughs) 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 Uh, JD, you asked really good questions and I don't have really good answers. All I know is we, we, my dad and mom sold this that we're going to drive overnight in a station wagon all the way to Anaheim. Who's with me? And we're like, yeah, let's go. And then we got to stay in a motel, I remember. That was a big deal. And then we got to see Disney Disneyland. You know, we didn't get to go to Disneyland, but we got to see it. Yes, Paul. That, that, is, that is so sad. It, it, <laughs> it's almost exactly the plot of the vacation movie. 
yeah. where they go to Wally World yeah. and they drive all the way across country and it's closed. They were planning on going in. It just was closed. Yeah. I don't know what... I don't remember. It's such a long time ago. I just know that uh, we ended up getting some Disney gifts. Oh, so it appeared he'd taken you Yes. There? We got like a, a, a Donald Duck hat that uh. had the bill. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we came back to Arizona... And then we told people we went to Disneyland. <laughs> you didn't say you went in. You went to. We went to Disneyland. It's all semantic. Do you have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, this just out. The 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. Kate Bush, Missy Elliott. Okay, Kate Bush. Did Kate Bush get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because one of her songs was used? On- 100%. Running Up That Hill was a song that was popular like 15, 20 years ago, maybe longer. But Stranger Things yeah. used it, and then you had a whole new generation went, oh. I don't know how many hit, hits Kate she had. Bush. Uh, Missy Elliott's in, George Michael's in, Sheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine, Willie Nelson, The Spinners. Willie, wait, Willie Nelson's going in now? Yeah. He's 90. And he's not rock and roll, but, you know. Oh, I think, I think he was rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you see these guys who live the life, when they sing about that life, but they live the like Waylon Jennings lived the life. Waylon Willie and the boys. Iron Maiden, not in. Outrage. Outrage against the machine. Uh. <laughs> so Iron Maiden didn't make it. Yeah. And I don't know anybody in Foreigner. I just think they had hits and, you know, I don't know, I don't know what the criteria is anymore. How many units you sell or albums you sell. It's like ACDC sold, I think, 25 million copies of what? Back in Black? 25 million. They're in. But it was never the number one album in America. They sold 25 million copies, and it was never number one, which is like crazy. I think all of those that sold over 20 million have to have been the number one album in America. You would think. Right? Yeah. It'd be hard to sell 25 million and be like, no, nope, you know, barely cracked the top 10. Yeah, like as a slow burn, <laughs> 25 mil. It's got to be tough. Well, it's like, uh, you know, Dark Side of the Moon was uh, on Billboard's charts for, in the top 100 for like decades. Probably still selling. Yes, Mark. Are albums like that just so ubiquitous? Like, you know what? Everyone's got it, so I have to get it too. Is it one of those things where an album sells that many records? Can an album be really be that good? Yeah, but I don't think ACDC would cross over to a lot of different, you know, fan groups, music groups, when you think about it. 25 million? I know, but like Hootie and the Blowfish crossed over or Michael Jackson would cross over. You know, there there's certain acts that you may not be a you know, a country fan, but you're going to listen to this because it's a great album. Or you may not be a rock and roll fan, but you're going to listen to this. It felt like, like Hootie and the Blowfish, I think that was 17 million that they sold. But it crossed over a lot of different genres, as they like to say. Anybody else on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there? That's it. Okay. Right. Cheryl Crow going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She likes to peel the the Budweiser, the, the label. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Billy does. Good run. Yeah, but a rock and roll Hall of Famer? When mm. when others are out, right? It's, sometimes it's like you put that person's in yeah. who's newish. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's kind of silly. It, really. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. As far as the criteria to get in, 
or just the, just the whole concept of a Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is silly. Yeah. Like you don't have an actor Hall of Fame where it's like hey, George Clooney first ballot. Like it's just, <laughs> you know you have a painter Hall of Fame. Like what? Why? Well, there, this, there is a sportscaster Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, radio Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm just saying. You wouldn't mention those if you weren't. I know. <laughs> I'm in both of them. Those are very important. But, You'd hate but on the them. Rock and Roll yes. Hall of Fame is pretty silly. Yeah. But I encourage people to go to Cleveland to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's an awesome museum, I'm sure. But are you a Hall of Famer or not? It's just kind of weird. What I've noticed when you see the outfits that some of these Rock and Roll Hall of Famers wore, they're all tiny. Everybody. Like you see David Bowie's and you're like, damn. They're all small. Prince, they're all small. Tiny. And, of course, I did go to the Green Day exhibit because I wanted to uh, learn more. Get out of your lane. Yes, I wanted to get out of my lane and go visit Green Day. That's doing research. Right there, Paulie. That's doing research. Respect. Yeah. Uh, Michael in Fort Wayne. Hi, Michael. Hey, Dan. Thanks for taking my call this morning. I uh, celebrated a birthday this weekend, and I was wondering if for my birthday you might give yourself a gift. Mm. in uh, slapping the post real hard on September by Earth, Wind, and Fire sometime during your show today. Mm. Well, I did that a long time ago on Craig Kilborn's show and hit the post, as we like to say. And uh, that was when I couldn't get to Craig Kilborn's show, and I was in Anaheim doing the show, and Kilborn said, I'll send a helicopter for you. <laughs> so we, we took a helicopter over... So we could, because the traffic, we weren't going to get there. And I just remember Kilbourne had his show, and uh, we went we went to that show. I, and I had fun. I always liked Craig. A very entertaining guy. But he would have people, guests on the show, talk up to the vocal on a song. And he said, you pick whatever you want. And I said, give me September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And uh, so I was able to. Hit the post there. Yeah, Paul. I remember getting back on that helicopter with you with like six bottles of vodka. Yeah, he gave me all this alcohol, and I wanted to give it to the audience. He goes, you can't give it to the audience. I go, why not? He goes, we can't give out the alcohol to the audience. But I had all this vodka. Hour two coming up, we'll check in on the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks, sacrificial lamb. Also, we'll check in on the Lakers as well. Hour two coming up. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
Embrace a new year with a new style of whiskey, Keeper's Heart Irish American Whiskey. Crafted by a legendary Irish distiller, a unique blend of smooth Irish whiskey, bold American whiskey that has garnered over 130 awards in just two short years. Whether crafting St. Patty's Day cocktails or finding the perfect gift for the occasions like Mother's Day, Keeper's Heart, perfect choice. Personalize a label for free on their website. Use the code DAN24 for $10 off your order at keepersheartwhiskey.com.